it's hard to get to a place where you can ever feel fulfilled if you are competing against yourself and have these incredibly high standards for yourself. You're listening to episode number 62 of the Self-Care Sunday podcast, a minimalist media project by Kaylee Reed. New episodes are uploaded only on Self-Care Sundays, and today's episode is another What's in the Cards format where we're turning to tarot cards to get some answers, reflection, and clarity on questions that you guys have submitted through Instagram. So if you're new to the podcast, we talk about everything from mental health to relationships and entrepreneurship. I do a lot of solo episodes where I share some of my thoughts and my personal struggles. I've struggled with mental illness and an eating disorder for many years, and I'm now in a place where I consider myself recovered, and that's why I started this podcast to kind of focus on the more positive side of the mental health community and self-care and what that means to me now in this journey. But we also talk a lot about other things like social media, entrepreneurship, and kind of where my life is at now in terms of uh, my work-life balance and helping other women find that same balance when they're on an entrepreneurial journey or just like working in nine to five and stressing and needing to find time for yourself. And hopefully this podcast can be some of that self-care for some of you. So I started doing the What's in the Card series a couple months ago, maybe, where you guys basically submit your questions and we turn to the tarot cards to get answers. But I made a disclaimer when I started doing this to basically say that I know this sort of spiritual stuff turns some people off, but I really enjoy using tarot cards as a means of self-reflection and basically just using it as a mindfulness tool because I think a lot of times we just need that prompt to get ourselves thinking a little bit deeper about something or reflecting about how things already are in our lives and maybe some of the choices and actions and decisions that we need to make to get to where we want to be. The reason why I started incorporating this into the podcast is because it's something that I do with my friends when we hang out and one of us is really struggling with like a boy problem or work stresses and we kind of sit down and talk and it's one of those girls things where you're talking with your friends about these issues but then we started breaking out the tarot cards and doing readings around them and that became really fun so I wanted to incorporate that into the podcast because when I started the podcast it was really meaningful for me to make this my own self-care so I'm not only like preaching about and trying to help other people with their self-care because I can really only share my own experiences and what has helped for me and my opinions on things. Um, But I always wanted to make sure that this podcast was also a form of self-care for me. And for me, something I've learned throughout my self-care journey is that it's really important to have hobbies and to do things that you love just because you love doing them and not because you're going to turn it into a side hustle, not because you're going to get paid from it, Um, but purely like for the art and creativity of it or purely for the joy of it. And so that's where this podcast is now. And that's why I've started incorporating these what's in the card formats. There is a few other episodes that you can go back and listen to if you like this kind of thing. Um, but today 
I don't even fully know which questions we're going to be answering. I have yet to pull them up on my phone because I asked you guys on Instagram earlier this week um, what you were struggling with. And so that's usually where I get the inspiration for these episodes is straight from you guys and kind of the problems that you're currently going through. But I want to start off with my own struggle. I'm going to be completely transparent here. Um, The next couple weeks and this week existing while I'm recording right now are kind of all over the place for me and I've been feeling pretty overwhelmed with things. Uh, I feel like I've been doing a really good job with work lately and I did take some time off in the summer just because I really wanted to enjoy the summer and have fun and focus more on some fun projects. But now that we're back into fall and winter, I'm like getting back into the grind of things and I'm feeling pretty overwhelmed. Um, I'm also in the midst of some kitchen renovations. So I'm getting new countertops installed uh, tomorrow and my whole kitchen, basically my whole like main floor is torn apart. Like my stove is disconnected. Um, all, everything is out of my cabinets and everything's just kind of all over the place. And so because of that, I kind of feel overwhelmed as well. I also have two friends that are visiting and staying with me this week. So my house is just like not the normal level of calmness and like safeness that I come home to all the time. Like I feel like the level, the energy levels at my house are just very different than they usually are. And because I work from home, I need my home to be like my safe space for me. So that's why I'm feeling really overwhelmed this week and right now. And I've kind of not been super, super active on my Instagram feed. And you guys would have noticed that I didn't post uh, podcast episodes for the past couple weeks. So I thought what better way to get back into it than by tackling my own struggles that I'm dealing with right now and diving into the cards, um, which I haven't done for a while. So... We're going to start with my question to the cards, and if you're struggling with this too, hopefully some of this resonates. Um, We're going to do a poll basically around this feeling of being overwhelmed and how can I find balance again and kind of center myself in all of this kind of ongoing madness right now. So let's shuffle up and get into it. Okay, so I pulled three cards for this set, and the first is the King of Swords reversed, the second card is the Five of Swords, and the third card is the King of Pentacles. So the King of Swords typically is a very strong card that represents like power, um, clarity, decisiveness, but since it's reversed, it kind of alludes to the opposite where there's a lack of decisiveness and just like this scatterbrained mentality, which is exactly what I'm going through right now. Reverse King of Swords can definitely allude to the fact that somebody's feeling kind of panicky or out of control. And because upright, the king is typically like very rational and intelligent and decisive. The reverse card basically means that you're feeling lost and uncertain about whatever your current situation is. In terms of any decisions that you need to be making, whether it's with work or personal life, you just, you feel like you're not in a position to powerfully make those decisions. So because of that, you could be delaying any decisions that you need to be making 
or really just not achieving anything in this time. Like you're not making any big decisions. You're not really getting a lot done. You're not being a powerful or like strong leader in this time. So in terms of work, you could be falling behind in work. You could be kind of letting some things slip through the cracks and it could just lead to this overall anxiety or maybe your anxiety is causing that lack of power and lack of decisiveness. And it's kind of this vicious cycle where you're feeling scatterbrained and you can't get work done, but then because you're not getting that work done that you need to, it's causing you to feel even more anxiety and more scatterbrained because the things that you know you need to get done are not getting done on time or not getting fully, fully completed in the way that they should be. So it's kind of just like this mess of a feeling and the way that I've been feeling in terms of like being very overwhelmed with my house situation is totally being accurately represented in the reverse king of swords. So there's that. So the next card is the five of swords, which is a knight basically walking away from a battle and he's holding a couple, he's holding three swords and then there's two swords on the ground behind him and two men kind of walking away. And so what this card typically represents is uh, you have either won a battle or there's like some sort of competitiveness, but you're walking away not feeling great about it. Like there might be this icky feeling about things. Um, and I think that competitive feeling is definitely alluding to my own self-consciousness about my situation right now and feeling like I'm really not getting done what I need to get done and I have so much going on and just feeling really overwhelmed. And then because so much of my job is on social media and I'm literally on Instagram like three or four hours a day for my work, um, I'm constantly peering into other people's highlight reels. And so I definitely sense that I am like pitting myself against what I see other people accomplishing even if I'm not trying to do that, I think it has become like a self-conscious thing and, or sorry, an unconscious thing where I don't actually think, like I don't constantly have these, these thoughts of jealousy, but rather because it's something that I do every single day, it's like almost become ingrained in my subconscious that I am competing with these people. And so when I have a weird busy time or a downtime where I'm not being super active on Instagram or I'm not posting super amazing content, um, I kind of start to feel lower and not great about my overall work ethic and my self-confidence because I do feel like I'm falling behind and, and not necessarily that I've like lost a battle or that I'm battling or like competing directly with anyone but when your work is very visibly attached to um, vanity metrics like likes and followers and that's how you get paid it it does definitely create this like underlying sense of competition and I think that's something I don't say out loud really I don't know ever like I I tend to pride myself on not being very competitive in that space because I really believe in collaboration and cooperation over competition. And I think that community is what brings us all forward. But 
when I am in a lower period like this and I feel like I'm moving more slowly than my peers and I just see people doing amazing things and I'm like in this scattered headspace and I feel like my life around me is just not moving at the pace that I want it to because I just have other things going on, personal things or whatever. And I'm not complaining and I'm not saying that like these things are bad by any means. Like obviously I love having my friends visit and I love that I'm doing this kitchen reno and it's it's all like really great things. But then there's like that work brain in the back of my mind that's like, well, Kaylee, why aren't you doing more on this and this and this? And my realistic and like logical brain knows that it's because I'm choosing to spend my time with my friends that are visiting or like there's just other priorities in my life like that are not solely Instagram based, but there definitely is that like competitiveness. And I also think that this card can even have an air of like self-competition and competing with yourself and I think that's what can give that icky feeling when you even walk away from something quote-unquote as a winner or like having achieved something or having done something really well but you still don't feel totally fulfilled I think in that case it's not because you have lost in a battle or like in a competition with someone else but it's because you have these high standards for yourself of what you should be achieving And that's why you still feel unfulfilled afterwards is because it's not a competition between you and like other people on Instagram. It's a competition between you and your own idealized version of yourself and what you quote unquote should be doing. So I think this card is almost like acting as a warning for me, basically saying like, enjoy the moment, like enjoy the time with your friends. Um, don't put so much pressure on yourself for work and don't like let that self-competition create more anxiety within your brain because you're already feeling overwhelmed. And if you go down that path, it is like a really slippery slope because it's hard to get to a place where you can ever feel fulfilled if you are competing against yourself and have these incredibly high standards for yourself. So the final card in the set is the King of Pentacles. And if you don't know what pentacles are, they're basically coins. So the cards that have pentacles in them are almost always related to business or like your financial well-being. And so as you can assume, the King of Pentacles is a really good sign and is basically the symbol for success, like business success, um, monetary success, and everything kind of coming to fruition at the end of a trial or at the end of like an entrepreneurial journey. So this is a really good card to receive now where I'm feeling kind of all over the place and overwhelmed with work and like I'm not really doing enough but the king of pentacles basically represents um, a tangible success coming at the end of a vision or something that you've been working on for a long time and so even though I am feeling really busy and overwhelmed right now and if this is something that you're going through Also, where you feel like you aren't fully getting the work done that you need to or that your plans just aren't really coming to fruition like they usually do or that you just can't focus lately, 
Um, this card is basically saying that at the end of all of this, as long as you have the ambition and the confidence um, to identify the right opportunities and to kind of take charge of your actions and you're really like working hard to map out how you're going to get here, there is success at the end of the tunnel. So you're no longer going to be struggling to achieve what you're hoping all of this hard work is leading towards. Even if you're feeling like stuck right now and you're really not sure where you're going to end up from this path that you're on right now, the King of Pentacles is showing that there is this like final fulfillment from a business venture or an investment, whether it's an emotional investment or um, professional investment. There's just this fulfilling feeling and success at the end of the day where you're not going to feel like you're struggling anymore. You're not going to feel anxious. You are going to have completed your goals or your tasks that you feel really anxious about right now. And you're not only going to financially benefit, but you're also going to spiritually benefit. And so this is basically just a really good card for the future saying that, hey, it's okay to feel really lost right now. It's okay to be struggling and feeling overwhelmed and like your brain is really foggy at this point in your journey because that's exactly where you're supposed to be. You need to be going through these motions, but you are not going to be stuck in this phase forever. Um, there is this kind of uncovered potential that you have that you are kind of just chipping away at right now to get to that core of who that confident, decisive, powerful person is inside right now you're just going through the processes to get there this process is just a temporary feeling as long as you can kind of learn to control those competitive um aspects that we talked about from the second card like that self-comparison that comparison with others and really get that under wraps because that can be a mental thing that kind of tears away at you over time if you can learn to get that under wraps this phase is going to be really a temporary phase that's leading you to becoming that stronger leader that you have underneath and that can be uncovered so that was a lot and I feel like I did need to go through that because Sometimes I do need the reminder that I do have that powerful leader underneath. And I think when you have experienced anxiety or any kind of mental illness or even just like day-to-day -day stress and imposter syndrome, it's really easy to forget kind of the core of your being and how much potential you have as a human um, and all of the things that you've learned, the knowledge, the skills, the talent that you've acquired over the years it's easy to forget those things when your mind is telling you that you're not good enough or when your anxiety is making you question kind of every step of the way or if you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling overworked and busy and you are not feeling as confident as you usually do. Like it's so easy to forget that that king of pentacles is underneath all of those layers and you just kind of need to dig to get back to that layer of feeling confident and strong again and the reason that I say it like that I had this 
great discussion with Laura and Toyota a few episodes back. This would have been a few months ago. Um, and I don't remember if this was on the episode or if this was just part of our discussion after the episode, but she was basically talking about this idea that instead of like striving to become a certain person, you are uncovering layers to get to like the core of who you are because when you're born you are born as this like perfect slate of a being and you have so much potential and capability capabilities and a future ahead of you and you already like possess everything that you need and then as we grow up we start to develop anxieties and pressures from society and we take the advice from other people and like all of these layers start to build up on top of that kind of perfect core and so we kind of become molded into what we think we should be and what we think other people want us to be and it's not so much about becoming a better person or becoming like striving for that future version of yourself It's more about uncovering those layers, pulling back the curtains, getting rid of those expectations that others have put on you, those self-judgments that you've put on yourself, taking those layers away and getting back to your core, which is a powerful and really like pure and balanced being. And I really loved that idea because I think just like the visuals in itself and then also this idea that like you don't need to work to become anything. You just need to shed the layers of what other people have told you you should be and get back to that core of who you are. And so that's really why I've started thinking of things like that. And when I saw that King of Pentacles and like after I started reading it, that's really what I was thinking there was like, I don't I don't need to necessarily strive to become this like all-knowing, amazing business person that's rich and successful. It's like I already have those skills, those leadership skills, and that peace of mind within me at my core being. I just need to uncover, like work to uncover those layers to get back to that. My worst days or like my average days, I feel more anxious. I feel more overwhelmed. I feel like I can't focus on things, but that's not me. That is mental health struggles. That is stress. That is expectations of others. That is like external factors on me versus my best days. That is me. And I think we need to start thinking more about ourselves in this way. Like I just, until Lauren had said that in our conversation, I had never really thought about how your best version of yourself is who you are. And I think when we think of ourselves, it's often that we think of ourselves with the lowest common denominator and we kind of default our vision of ourselves as the worst version of ourselves. Whereas that is a lie that our mind is telling us. Um, It's not that we are this default lowest common denominator, sluggish, sleepy, tired, busy, stressed, overwhelmed version of ourselves. That is not the essence of who we are. The essence of who we are is the strongest, most bright, happy, hardworking, content, satisfied, fulfilled versions of ourselves. And I don't know about you, but like 
if I think about those times that I have felt the most achievement or the most fulfillment or the happiest, those are the times that I feel the most myself. Whereas when I'm feeling, or in the past when I was very depressed, or even now in the present tense, like if I'm rejected by a guy that I'm seeing, or somebody doesn't text me back in, you know, a day, and I start questioning, like, oh, did I say the wrong thing? Or if I feel like I wasn't good enough to get a brand deal, like all of these things where I'm feeling not enough and I'm at my lowest point. I do not feel like myself. I feel like kind of like an imposter or I don't even know how to describe like detached from myself. I just feel so empty and I feel like I'm not myself. And yet somehow I think a lot of us associate those lowest points and that lowest place that we are as the equivalent of who we are and what we are worth and our value when it's completely the opposite. Like, I would love to hear thoughts from you guys on this. If you're listening to this episode, like pop into my DMs right now. But when you are at your most depressed or lowest or anxious, like, do you feel like yourself in that time? Because I don't. I feel empty and numb and lonely. And I think if you're feeling lonely, it's really hard to feel fully yourself because you are craving external attention, you're craving companionship, you're craving passion, and I don't think that you can really feel or be yourself when you are lacking those things or just feel lacking in any capacity versus when you are feeling full and fulfilled and content And all of your levels and all of your energies are just at the most that they could be. That is when you are your fullest and you are your most you. So I hope that if you're listening to this and you are feeling like you're having an off day, remember that that is not who you are. Who you are is the person on their best day. That is the most you. You just have all these other layers on top of you right now. You have a layer of anxiety. You have a layer of not sleeping. You have a layer of external expectations and school pressures and friend pressures and like all of these different layers. And so you need to like start learning how to peel back those layers and get back to that core of who that like amazing person is who had that one great day this week or one amazing day this month like you at your best is who you are okay I totally did not expect to go off in this direction for this episode because I was really ready and prepared to do multiple readings but I really just like went off on a tangent there and I feel like that's exactly what I needed to say in this episode and what I needed to get into. So honestly, I think I'm going to leave it there and I'll do more readings or jump back into things later. Something that I wanted to bring up and ask you guys, um, because I've been considering this for future episodes, but I just haven't made a decision about it yet, is interviews and interviews with men. Um, I have been very conscious about making this podcast female-focused, for the past almost two years that I've been doing it, but I've been getting more and more 
questions and inquiries from guys who say, guys need to talk about mental health too. And there's not enough men really talking about this in a way that's approachable for guys. And I'm not saying that I can be that person, but I think making like opening up this conversation to guys and for example having some male guests on the show as interviewees is something that I have thought about while keeping all of the content relatively the same but then just opening up so that there's that other side of it too because I do believe that men's mental health is very important also but where the majority of my listeners I think right now it's like 90% of you are female I want to put it out to you guys and I really want to hear your thoughts um, because I know I really resonate with people whose stories are similar to mine and a big part of that is gender and their experience as a woman and I feel like I wouldn't really resonate with men's mental health stories as much although I still want to share that platform and be a platform for guys who want to talk about that if that's something of interest because I do think that there's not enough men having that conversation. So I'm putting it out to you guys. Again, if you're on your phone right now, whip up Instagram, DM me at kaylee.e.r and let me know what you think about that. If you're a woman or if you're a man listening to this, I know there are a few men that do listen to the podcast. But yeah, if you're a woman, just let me know, like, would you resonate with interviews with guys? Is that something that you would just like tune out of? Would you not be interested if there's guests that are men on here? I'm not saying every interviewee will be a man, but just kind of like balancing it out a little bit more. I still don't fully know how I feel about it because again, I resonate more with people who are alike me and have shared similar lived experiences as me hence keeping this very female focused but i'll put it out to you guys let me know and until next time happy self-care sunday everyone Mm -hmm.